So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what's up, my man? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here today. We are going to be talking about burnout, which let's be real, everybody in their life has experienced burnout at some point. Maybe it wasn't a mental breakdown or something super dramatic, but we all have seasons of life where we get burnt out, and I want to share about it today. We actually had a client who is kind of coming out of a season himself of burnout and was asking, and I thought, you know what, this would be very, very good for you. And um, you know, if you don't think you've experienced any kind of burnout yet, then hopefully you can see this as more preparatory content or uh, actually much more important, preventative content so that you don't have to fall into burnout. Because even though I say every single person has experienced it, I don't really believe it's necessary and I think it's actually very, very avoidable. And there's a couple things that we're going to talk about today that are going to help you walk that out. Before I jump in, uh, you guys know that we are up to all kinds of stuff here at Deep Clean and the most notable is the addition of a full-time coach. His name is Sean Bonito. He's been on the podcast and he is providing one-on-one coaching to our clients. If you've been listening, if you know that you need to get free pornography and you know that what you've tried up until now is just not going to cut it. It's either going to be ineffective or it's not going to get them the it's not going to get you the freedom that you want quickly enough. You probably need some one-on-one coaching. You probably need a system that's going to help you get to the roots of the issue. And you probably need uh, some community and some other guys who kind of get it and are going to be able to support you along the way. Deep Clean is a great place to do that. There's a link in the show notes to book a call with someone on our team if you want to find out more about what we do. And on that call, we basically want to learn your situation. And if we feel like we can help you, we'll talk about our program. And if we don't feel like we can help you, then we will simply pass you off to somebody else in our trusted network until you get a solution that's going to help you. So you can't lose. Link is in the show notes. You can book a call. Uh, We would love to speak with you. Okay, let's jump in and talk about burnout. So like I said, you know, I think think most people have gone through seasons of burnout. I uh, was sharing in March, April, May, kind of going through a little bit of that myself. And my version of burnout looks different than some of the stories I've heard. I used to follow a guy named Kerry Newhoff quite closely. Kerry Newhoff is a leadership expert. He's got a very, very successful podcast. And he's based out of Canada. He's only like maybe two hours away from where I live, which is really cool. You know, for Canadians, like we kind of go crazy when anybody from her country does something good. So so I, I really liked Kerry Newhoff, a big fan of him. I, I don't listen to his podcast anymore. Uh, just my podcast profile has changed over the years, but um, it had nothing to do with him. But a huge part of his story is burning out as a local church pastor. And, you know, he was he was in bed, depressed and miserable, no inspiration, no hope for the world, you know, can't lead his family, can't lead his church. He was down and out. And I would say that I have never experienced anything like that. And I don't think that's normal. I don't think everybody goes through that. I think what happens, the way I describe burnout for me is when I reach a point in my life where my commitments and my priorities 
are out of alignment and my energy exertion, the things I'm exerting my energy on, they no longer make sense. So what happened in in April for me is I, I was looking at the way I was spending my time. I was looking at how stressed I felt. Um, I was looking at how difficult it was for me to shut off mentally when my workday was over. You know, I'm I'm really good. Like I don't I don't work in the evenings. Like when I'm done work, I'm done work. I don't check my email. Even like I don't have that stuff on my phone. You guys know that. On the weekends, I don't do any, like I don't do anything. Like I, I was good as far as the behavioral part of it, but my nervous system was still very high, highly engaged, kind of high alert from all the stress of work. And I was realizing, man, I'm spending all my time doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. You know, a year ago, it made sense for me to be doing some of these things in the company when we were just, you know, early stages growing. But now we have team members and and there's some there's a bit of surplus in the company that we can play with to to hire people out and it was just becoming silly what was going on. And and so for me that was my burnout stage where it was like I'm I'm exhausted, I'm I'm unnecessarily stressed and I'm clearly overstretching myself in a way that was appropriate for a previous season but is no longer appropriate for the season that God has me in now. So that's kind of my working definition of burnout because I I don't think that everybody has experienced the nervous breakdown, mental breakdown, nor should you. But I do think we've all reached seasons where we're burnt out, you know, because the, the things that we're spending our energy on, whether that's money, whether that's time, whether that's just mental or physical exertion, relational exertion, the things that we're spending those spending on, those resources on, are are no longer necessary, they're no longer priority, they're no longer aligned with the the current season. And so I wanted to talk to 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 you about that for two reasons. Number one, this plays a role in addiction. This might cause addiction, this might further addiction, or this might inhibit your ability to recover from addiction. So I wanted to talk about it on that front. And on the other side of it, as you uh, pursue freedom and as you reach a place of freedom, I, I'm i crazy enough to believe that everybody listening to this podcast, you listening, are actually capable of being completely free. I'm, I Just call me crazy. That's why I do what I do. I don't do this to, to grow an audience. I'm not doing this because it's fun, even though that would be a good enough reason and that's how this started. I've just caught fire for you guys getting free, for you getting the freedom you deserve. I'm crazy enough to believe that one day you will get there and you will stay there. And the second part of this is talking about what are some things you can do to maintain a a lifestyle that is going to allow you to basically never even teeter on the side of burnout. Now, the great news is that sometimes these solutions are practical, sometimes they're more philosophical and principled, and sometimes they're they're somewhere in between. So let's talk a little bit about how burnout can play into addiction. So a very classic situation would be like Carrie Newhoff's. You know, you get further down in life, you cannot cope with the cares anymore, and you inherently develop an addiction to something, something that gives you comfort, something that takes the edge off, something that allows you to feel a little bit alive because most of the day you're numbed out just trying to cope something that enables you to ultimately survive psychologically, physically, and otherwise. Our client who kind of instigated this podcast today, he is coming out of a season of burnout. He is embracing the recovery uh, journey, 
and he feels no motivation to do so because he's still, you know, dealing with the ramifications of burnout. So in these scenarios, what, what is really helpful is to understand that the feelings that you feel, the things you're experiencing are normal. So if you're like, man, I know I need to recover. I don't feel motivated to do it. In this case, because I'm burnt out. Well, that's understandable. Guess what? If you weren't burnt out, you'd probably have a bunch of days where you don't feel motivated to recover either. Now, I say that for two reasons. Number one, to let you know that the burnout may not be playing as big of a role in this as you think. And number two, to let you know that your situation, this is something you would be dealing with anyway. The burnout is probably going to exaggerate and exacerbate what's going on in your experience of recovery. It's unlikely that burnout is actually going to create any super complicated nuances that just make your situation so complicated. So that, that would be a very, a very good thing for you to know. In other words, if you're going through burnout or burnout is somehow woven into your recovery experience, think of it more as a magnifier than a creator of problems. So that's our starting point. The second thing is you cannot force your way out of burnout the same way that you cannot force yourself through recovery. There's, there's no such thing as pushing your, your way through this or fast-tracking it. Now, sometimes I've used that language to talk about what we do. You know, we talk about accelerating your recovery. What I'm really saying when I use that kind of language is I'm, I'm basically saying let's avoid the things that are going to delay recovery. See, there, there, there may not be, maybe you can't push yourself through recovery and, and force it on a specific timeline, but there are things you can do that will make recovery unnecessarily long or longer than it needs to be. And those are the things we want to avoid. And that's how you can quote unquote, accelerate or expedite your recovery. So, so that's the way to think of it is you're, you're not going to push yourself through this what you want to do is you want to take it one step at a time. What are the things that you're feeling? If you feel hopeless and apathetic, let's talk about that. Let's work through that. Journal about it. Process it. Talk to a friend about it. Work through it. Go one day at a time because the way that you get yourself out of burnout, you know, that slow and steady kind of race, that is the same way that you successfully recover as well. It has to happen slowly and steadily because if it doesn't, then it actually becomes much, much more difficult for you to actually reach uh, your desired outcome, to reach a place of legitimate freedom. So that's my second piece of advice if you are dealing with burnout and you know recovery is somehow in the mix here. The third thing I would say is the, the biggest mistake that I see people make when they go through burnout is that they are so eager to get things back to the way things were instead of creating a new life for themselves. You do not want to go back to the way things were before because the way things were before involved a person, you, without any awareness of how to prevent burnout. Like it's such a it's such a delusion for us to think that going back to the way things used to be could ever be better for us. That is almost never the case because even the most difficult and crappiest of circumstances have made us better. They've They've fortified character. They've built things within us that allow us to better handle our future realities and our future situations. So instead, rather than trying to create a new, re, uh, an old, sorry, rather than trying to rediscover an old reality, let's create a new one. And your new one should be centered around self-care. And this is the big prevention tip that I have for you. 
I personally believe, just knowing my personality, which is that I, I, can, I go very hard at the things that I commit myself to, I would have a very high risk for burnout because I have that persona within me. The thing that has saved me, the, the, the riverbanks, if I can put it that way, that have allowed me to really channel those good parts of me that love to work hard and get very passionate about projects and whatever, the, the riverbanks for me have been comprised of self-care going for walks, spending quality time with people that I love, getting massages, spending time creating, you know, music and other things that are completely different, socializing, you know, identifying the things that really give me life and then making a conscious effort to integrate them into the regular rhythms and routines of my life. And those vary from from season to season, but I want to share with you one self-care method or one self-care practice in particular that all of you can do that I highly recommend all of you to do that will radically, radically curb your risk for burnout. And uh, like I said before, they can it can ensure that you stay on the straight and narrow as you pursue recovery and as you maybe escape a season of burnout. Spending time with the Lord. There's just, there's nothing like it. It is literally my best self-care practice because, uh, and I, I, I mean that seriously, like I go to God, I cast my burdens upon him because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I talk to him about the things that are concerning me. I process things that have been going on, you know, uh, conflict, disagreements, difficult decisions to make, you know, uh, anger, uh, sadness, disgust, you know, uh, inferiority complex, imposter syndrome, all the stuff that I that I go through on a regular basis. God is my safe place where I can process, I can work through things, and my heart gets the care it needs for in the meantime. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. We did an episode about using the love languages to create a self-care practice or regimen, and I highly, highly recommend that. I think it's one of our best kept secrets of this program is teaching people how to integrate those two concepts and it could be really useful for you. It's been super helpful for me. But what what I want to just kind of land with here guys is having a self-care practice is going to allow you to number one get out of the hole. It's going to help you escape burnout and and create a new reality, but then it's going to help you prevent. It's going to really it's going to curb that risk like I said. And it's going to just ensure that in the seasons where you are really busy, in the seasons where there could be a a proclivity to burnout, the self-care practices are going to mitigate any of that risk and they're going to allow you to stay in a relatively controlled, regulated, stable state. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Much love to all of you. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. 
If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.